Hello and welcome to Unoriginals, a journey through the Disney Channel original movies. My name is Zach. And I'm David. And I'm... And today... (laughs) (laughs) You kind of blew it, but... No! You blew it! I'm a failure! You fool! (laughs) Um, Yeah, as you just heard, uh, we are We're joined by a special guest. A special guest, who will be here for this one and at least the next one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe more long-term than that. Up to them. Yeah, it really is up to them. It is up to me. Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm Autumn. <laughs> I joined today because I'm. I wanted to have a party. It's true, and mm-hmm. uh, you came to the worst possible party. I did. Yeah, you I'm did. sorry. This was um, great. No, uh, because today we watched the Poof Point, mm-hmm. which is and not actually because I I did look again, Freeman. Mm-hmm. at the IMDb ratings. Mm-hmm. And one of our films that is in the modern day is rated lower than this one by about a full point. Oh, is that Kim Possible? Um, no, it is. Let me let me find it. But the, but you can... I'm pretty it, sure it is. I'll look. But um, if you yeah, want it's, it's to... Yeah, it's Kim Possible. Oh, it Poof Point is at 4.6 on IMDb. It's yeah. the lowest of like yeah. the older Disney Channel mm-hmm. movies. Kim Possible is at a 3.5. Yeah, it is the... So, Poof Point is the second lowest IMDb rated film. Which I can't imagine mm-hmm. why. No, no, you can't. <laughs> no, not at all. I can't think of any reason. Not a clue. Um, hmm. I, and I guess... I guess it's at this point that I give our quick synopsis. We have... I think we do have a lot to talk about with this film. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uncomfortable stuff with this film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, here's the synopsis. Uh... These two kids have parents who are scientists, and they're inventing a time machine. But oopsie doodle, the time machine they invent doesn't actually take you anywhere in time. It just, like, de-ages you. And if you get de-aged all the way, you reach what's called the poof point, and you cease to exist. And their parents end up getting affected by this time machine de-aging process. And are approaching the poof point because mm-hmm. the dog has a master plan <laughs> to steal a piece out of the machine that is required for it to work. But then at the end, they don't get poofed and out of existence as, you know, as is expected from a Disney Channel original movie. And everything works out. I think that's the plot. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. Oh, no, you forgot the subplot uh, with the music. I, you know, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Um, Musical subplots very important. Yeah, the the younger child who it's a boy and a girl, and the younger child is the boy, and he's auditioning for a band called the um, Urban Slugs, and he does that. Uh, you know, he, he plays the guitar fine. But it is during when the parents are going yes. to poof. Yeah, it, it's during the bits where the parents are fourteen and then seven. <laughs> so. Hijinks ensue, except they're not really good hijinks at all. Also, the reason that I say it's a very important plot is because there's only so much plot. <laughs> <in> this, <movie. laughs> this, like... this this plot is only an hour fifteen long. The plot mm-hmm. can be summed up by dog good, human bad. Therefore, dog get revenge. And then dog have change of heart at end of movie when human, having been de-aged, no longer does not no like longer dogs. is mm. hateful towards dogs. For uh-huh. a stupid reason. And then Dog has change of heart and gives humans back part to save But it wanted yeah. to play ball first. 
Uh-huh. It did. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. And um, also this movie is based on a book <laughs> called The Poof Point, written by, and here's the interesting thing, written by someone named Ellen Weiss and your dark clone, Zach, Mel Friedman. Ooh. Oh, God. It's spelled F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. It's one letter away from you. Terrifying. Yeah, this could have been you. You could have been related to this person. God, yeah, I'm we're, so we're glad not I'm for not. the letter D. I'm very happy that I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like, there's so little plot that the Wikipedia page for this movie has three paragraphs, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> those are most. Those will be three juicy paragraphs. There's They're not even not. like extra stuff on the Wikipedia page. No. It has the cast, it has the plot, and it has a link to the IMDb. Yeah, just go with that's the IMDb. it. Get, get out of here. The IMD page doesn't have anything on it either. There is no trivia for this movie. Oh my god! Um, and there's a total no, no, of like one piece of six trivia. reviews. There is one tri- piece of trivia. Oh uh, yeah, they, they appeared in a sitcom yeah, together. Yeah, the mom and but... the dad appeared in a sitcom together. <laughs> that's it. No goofs. I no mean, quotes. There were plenty of goofs. Well, yeah, but yeah. not like filming goofs they don't that they even, want to talk you know, about. They don't even mention, Freeman, that in one shot, um, the dad, when he is a child, when he's two, is carrying a popsicle and he's crawling towards the dog. But in You're the right. next shot, he doesn't have the popsicle. Which All right, is... well, guess we get to submit another goof. Yeah. <laughs> Our second, no one cares enough about this film to submit any goofs. No, I'm going to do it. You goof should. submission guide. There's a whole guide just to submitting goofs. Oh, Never mind. God. I don't want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't even gonna... they don't even list the dog on the cast list and that dog was the star of the wow. show they never list the why do they never list the dog they never list the no they, they have listed a dog really yes i remember because we did a what else did they do with the dog i don't think we did yeah we did come on Zach. there was a popular dog there was a, there was an f- actual dog that did it was it was it, it hounded freeman the dog was listed think... the dog was listed as a car- as a yeah. really i don't remember that all right, you're fired. Um, I'll look this up. I am scared of the user reviews on IMDb. No, read some out loud, please. I I will, but that's that's later. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that is later. Mm-hmm. Um, 2001, 2001, 2006, 2011, 2007, 2001, 2002. Okay, interesting. None of them. One of them is below. A five out of ten. I'm just gonna read it now. Should I just read them now? Yeah. Okay. Freeman, are you ready for this? Oh no! You, you've but heard the quality of them before. Yeah. Um. Here's the top one. Six out of six people found this helpful. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I read this one. This you you did read this one. Yeah, it's okay. good. Ten out of ten. This movie makes great in all caps points about parent-teen relationships. Even though two of the lead actors are teens, the real stars of this movie are the adults. Parentheses, due to the versati- versatility of their roles. Close parentheses. The teenagers are only expected to act like teenagers, but the parents' roles require them to act like two-year-olds. The wonderful thing about this movie is the insight that the teens are given into the lives of their parents. I think the writers did a great job showing that even though the parents sometimes seem to forget what being a teen was like, they nevertheless had to survive puberty also. That's a fantastic movie for parents and teens to watch together in the hopes of keeping the communication lines open. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least they were very positive in their review. I would have just been <laughs> like, these parents really decided to just be children for an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> well, and they bring up something, right? 
you know, sometimes I like to break down these reviews a little bit. There's, there, you know, and they say it's really good acting in this film. And I, it's not the worst we've seen. It is not the worst we've seen. But it is, it is, you know, it's. You have to wonder if the actors knew what this was. I definitely <laughs> don't think that they did. Yeah, I think I think the adults might have. Um. Okay. But even the um, an actor that we've seen before. Um, we we saw him in Hounded as Taj Maori. Yep. Who did a good job in um, Hounded. And he did a pretty decent job here, too. I just don't think there was much for him to work with yeah. on this one. Is that... But but he... It feels very canned. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he does a lot with very little in Hounded. Mm-hmm. Which means that I have high expectations of him. Right. And then, you know, two films later, we're watching this. And it, he is not doing the same amount with what he was given. And you have to wonder if that's, you know, he knew what it was and he didn't want to do it. Or, you know, he Hounded was kind of his Disney Channel movie debut. After having two older sisters who are more well-known actors. Right. Um, if that was like he was trying harder on that one or if it was the director. Like, was this direction? Was he directed to act that poorly? I feel like it could have something to do with the direction. But here's the thing, and here's here's the sticking point for this, and, and I'm sorry, Autumn, that we're talking about Hounded, but you weren't here to see. It's alright, I'll just vibe. Yeah. But this is directed by the same director as Hounded. Really? Yes. But these are two very different movies. They're entirely different films. Like, they're not even similar in style of... No, there's nothing similar about them. They're not similar in quality. Nope. Well, and for... So maybe they spent all of their budget on Hounded, but they had them hired for two movies? Maybe. Because I think this was their last Disney Channel original movie. April 2001 and September yeah. 2001. So they probably filmed similar to the same time. Yeah, they probably did. Maybe he filmed this like on days that he filmed Hounded, but he filmed Hounded earlier in the day. So he came to this maybe. one tired. There's two different production mm. companies, though. Oh, so it could be production. Um... Hounded was produced by Gaylord Films, and Hoofday <laughs> was hounded by the Bedford Falls Company. Same. So you're telling me that Hounded was the gay movie and is better as a result? I mean, um, I'm not not saying that. Okay. Well, let me, what other um, movies that uh, the Bedford Falls production company has, has worked on? Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, um, I was excited. I was going to ask if you had any, what else did they do? But I will talk about the other actors in the film. Well, I have, well what else did they do now? <laughs> For um, Bedford Falls movies, yeah, for Bedford movies. Falls Productions. All right, that's that's you know that's we I mean, we didn't even say up front that we're this is season three. Yeah, this is this, this is season, season three. three. So it's a little unorthodox to get a um, what else did they do for the production company? Yeah, um, I don't have a what else did they do for anything else? Well, because um, because uh, it's mostly the same actors, and yeah. there's not really much that they did after this. Well, and like to to clear to finish it up, and anyone's allowed to disagree with me, I feel like the sister was not doing a great job she definitely was not she was very flat no yeah um and the parents were trying yeah i feel like all of them just hated working on that movie like even the dog mm-hmm. hated yeah. working on that movie no no you could tell i mean like the dog was like stressed out they use shots where the dog is like full-on like panting like 
mouth open in like that defensive smile that dogs do. Oh yeah. That's like, I am unhappy with this. In conclusion, everyone hated the movie, including the dog and dogs love doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it comes through. Uh, we hated watching it. Mm -hmm. I was having, not great. I was having a good time because of how absurd it was. Well, you're kind of looking at this with fresh eyes. I, yeah, this is like your first one. I haven't one. been hard weathered by watching, yeah, bad movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you you you're coming into this with Disney Channel original movie experience. That that is mm-hmm. true. I and you are excited for our next one. I am beyond excited for our next one, but that will be next week, not next yeah. week. Well, two weeks. A few weeks. Two I don't weeks. know. Time is an illusion for me. I don't understand anything. That's fair. Time is an illusion. Buy gold. <laughs> Time is an illusion. Buy gold. <laughs> but, I mean, for Disney Channel movies in this time, this is just fine. This is just normal for me. Yeah, I, you haven't seen the peaks and valleys that we have. I have not. <laughs> I have not. And that is going to be very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Freeman and I are like, um, like a rocky shore constantly being battered by the waves. And I'm the piece of garbage that has gotten onto the shore, and I am just hanging out, having a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. Do you have any, what else did they do for the production company, Freeman? I do. Okay. So. Why don't you um, re-explain the rules since we have a new player? Yeah, so what else did they do? I will name, like, probably anywhere between one to three um, traditionally actors but in this case, we're doing a production company because we've already done the main actor and the rest of them didn't really do a whole lot. I will name one of the actors, tell you the role that they played in the movie, and then give you two options as to what else they did. You have to pick the right one. Okay. So, Bedford Falls Productions, or as they were known at the time, the Bedford Falls Company, mm-hmm. did they do Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas? Oh. Or... The Last Samurai. Oh. Oh. Um. Um. Are we? So is this like a head-to-head thing, or are we allowed to collaborate? Whatever I you want. I want to do a head-to-head and thing. You want to do a head-to-head? <laughs> Freeman, do you have do you have any more? Um. What else do they do for this production company? No, I don't have. We only have else. the one. Okay, so we're gonna have to keep track over the course of the season, huh? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I I don't have anything else for this movie because right. there's just not a lot to to goof with okay. as far well, as what um, else they did. I will... I cleared my desk recently. I don't have anything on it. I have a new desk. I'll, I'll, I'll mark it down. So I was, well, no, so I was going to write down my answer. Oh. So that okay. I couldn't so I didn't send a picture so I couldn't lie. <laughs> um, but I just won't lie. I, I think that not lying um, is, like, the normal... That's the... Well, yeah, that would, that would be what I would hope I would do. I would assume. But I, I would want to be able to comfortably ask you for the reason of why you made a choice that you chose. Okay. Because I'm I'm more trained at this than you are. I am not. Mm-hmm. But on account of it being a production company, um, I I'm we're kind of both on like in like um, new waters here. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I want I I kind of want to know your thoughts. I think I know the answer. Well, tell me the okay. Tell me the two answers again because I just remember Sinbad. It is Sinbad, The Legend of the Seven Seas, which I believe, Freeman, is the animated one. It is the animated one. Yes, it is. And then the other option is The Last Samurai, starring Tom Cruise and Ken Watanabe, I believe. I, yeah, I think that, um, I'm, I, 
I think I know which one I'm going with too, but the reason why is because I don't think that this company would produce this and also um, a a serious, and also the last samurai. No, that's exactly my thought is like, I, this has to be Sinbad, right? Yes. Like I know, I know Freeman. Um, He, he sometimes pulls some movies out of his butt. Um, But the question is, now, now here, here's the here's the wild card answer. the The wild card answer is both. I don't think I don't. I'm going to be real with you. I don't think that but, it has the range. I don't think. Well, but I, I have. Think they have the I range. have to consider. But I have to consider. Would Freeman like the choices that he gave us? Right. Because mm-hmm. we have to presume that one of them's a lie, right? Yes. But do I think that Freeman has thought about Sinbad: The Legend of the Seven Seas? or The Last Samurai at any point prior to today in order to recall those two films <laughs> to put them in our path. And, I, and I, the thing is, I I don't think he has because, first off, when's the last time you thought of Sinbad, The Legend of the Seven Seas, before today? Like two days ago because the the main villain is beautiful. It's okay, true. That's fair. Yeah, her hair? Are you kidding me? Do you not think about that movie? Yeah, not not often. Not often. Disappointed. I I you know. I I'm you know what I'm gonna I don't want to reveal too much about me here <laughs> <laughs> about why I don't think about her. Uh, but she's just not my type. Um, and you know my type. Yeah, <laughs> this is unfortunate. Both both of you do. Both of you do. It's true. And um, long hair is not my type. Long hair, pretty lady. Flowy, oh, ladies, my type. flowy, long hair, pretty lady. Yeah, I, but I'm also just like I'm not into being like um, puppeted around. Okay, it's not about um, it's not about what bad stuff she's doing. She's pretty. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. She's pretty. And, and that's and that's the problem here, right? It's the reason that I'm not into the big vampire woman. She. It doesn't matter what she does. She is just pretty. I, I know. She is just pretty. I know. I know. <laughs> Tall lady. Um, pretty. So, so I'm going to, I, I'm hilariously, I'm going to say both. I am just going to say Sinbad. So David is half correct. Well, I mean, obviously I'm half correct. Because you said both. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only way I, we, I could be wrong is if we're both entirely wrong. <laughs> and neither right. of them. Right. So David is half correct. So is uh, they did actually produce The Last Samurai You're with Tom Cruise. Me. Absolutely they not. They don't have the range. They don't <laughs> so... have the range. I, am, I was afraid of that. They don't have the range. <laughs> well, but, but here's apparently the thing. they do. Here's the thing, though, right? It's not a. It, this isn't like a studio, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, but it isn't, right? Yeah. It's not one of mm-hmm. the big studios. When you when you get a Warner Brothers film, right? For the most part, when they put the Warner Brothers logo on it, it's it's a brand. Yeah. Like they want you to kind of know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. When you get a Disney movie, right? Disney's. It, it is a company that produces but it's also a studio and like there's a certain disney brand is the reason that um disney technically produced like pulp fiction mm-hmm. through a subsidiary they didn't produce them through the disney yeah. name they it's, produced them through it's the um, whole reason that touchstone film touchstone. exists yeah. exactly so i you know you can't really account for the that's why it's so hard for a production company because the production company just gives them money. Because, um, you know, this, they, you know, I don't know who directed The Last Samurai off the top of my head. 
But um, but they it probably was okay. Edward Zwick. I don't know him. I don't either. But it means that for whatever reason, he probably pitched it to them. Or he pitched it to a studio, and the studio is either owned by the production company or the production company is owned by the studio. And that's how they financed it. But most likely, because this is a Disney film, and I'm pretty sure that um, Last Samurai isn't through any Disney subsidiary, at least not at the time. Uh, It was distributed by Warner Brothers. Yeah, so so it was absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Um, That means that this production company is like a free production company. They'll produce anything. Yeah. Still, I don't think they have the range. I hear all of the facts, and yet I'm sitting here going, mm, don't think so. <laughs> would it help if I told you that there's three production companies listed for The Last Samurai? I will. That would help, yeah. That would help. That would help a lot. <laughs> What's the, what yeah, are the Radar other Pictures, The Bedford Falls Company, and the and Cruise slash Wagner Productions. Okay, okay, so Tom Cruise produced The Last yeah, Samurai, okay. really. Tom yeah. Cruise said, yeah. here's all of my big bucks. If anyone wants to throw in some spare change, that is fine. Let me be a white dude in a samurai movie. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He... He's not the last samurai. Ken Watanabe is the last samurai, but he's still which here's a the thing: like for for that existing, like yeah. yeah, I can see why that production company would do this because of some of the well, things it's the in same this way movie. that like Vin Diesel produces films. True. Um, none of the ones you like. Um, none of the Fast and Furious films. That's not true. I like Fast Five. No, no, I'm saying he didn't produce any of them. Wait, but he's well, no, in them. He's in them, yeah. but he didn't produce them. The films that he produced are, um, I think, the last two Chronicles of Riddick films. So Chronicles of Riddick and Riddick. Not the good one. Mm-hmm. And he produced, and you might, neither of you will remember this, I'm sure, The Last Witch Hunter. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And do you know why he produced The Last Witch Hunter? This is a total tangent yeah. off of this film. Because he wanted to be in The Last Witch Hunter. Because yeah. it is based on his D&D character that he's been playing for the last 15 years. You're God, joking. that's fantastic. That's nope. even better. This, that, no, I'm not joking. I am in love with that. I 100% believe you. And in fact, Vin Diesel... So, have you heard of the Blood Hunter in D&D, either of you? Yes. Yeah, he he did Bloodshot. He also did Bloodshot. Yeah, he did produce Bloodshot. Yeah. But his character in The Last Witch Hunter somehow convinced Wizards of the Coast and Matt Mercer to make a class that is as close to a official class as you can get without being published in any of the books. Mm-hmm. You can find it for free. You can go to D&D Beyond and find a class called the Blood Hunter that is based on Vin Diesel's D&D character. That is so powerful of Vin Kinda Diesel. Sick. The power Vin Diesel holds. Vin Diesel is a being, yeah, Vin Diesel is a being of incredible cosmic power. He- <laughs> Vin Diesel really said, Good I want you to make my D&D character not only in a movie, but also you bigwigs of D&D, make it canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's as close to canon as it can be without being Without canon. being canon. Yeah. It's it's bonkers. I... And, and so that story that I just on told... IMDb. Yeah. I'm looking on IMDb here. Mm-hmm. And like they Vin have Diesel? a specific list of films that have been produced by Vin Diesel. Okay. <laughs> and all of the Fast and Furious movies are listed there. Really? Ooh. He produced all of them? He yes. Hates, he hated doing he, them. He is the producer for... He's listed as a producer for all of the Fast and Furious he, films. He, you know, that might be part of his contract. Because the thing is... I feel like it is. He said for a while that he was only doing the Fast... He, he famously hates the Fast and Furious franchise. Right. Because he only... That's why he went away for a while. Mm-hmm. Is because he only did them to get money... For his passion projects, like the Riddick movies and Last Witch Hunter and Bloodshot. Right. 
Um, he also helped produce, or no, he was the executive producer of the 2007 Hitman movie. Oh, wow. That, somehow that tracks. Yeah, that makes total sense. Like, not even kidding. That's, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I can say that Vin Diesel did help produce my favorite Fast and Furious movie. So Yeah, Fast Five. Yeah. yeah which well, is the apparently best one. Fa- Fast Five is where they start getting good. Yeah, that's what the, the, it's the best stopped... one because they stopped caring about realism. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Well, I saw They have for two the Ford one. Mustangs pull a safe down the streets of Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Me that... Like a room-sized <laughs> safe. Telling me that can't happen. And then they like jump over a bridge <laughs> with it. It's fa- it's spectacular. I can't wait for our it's new great. podcast, The Fast Cast. <laughs> the Fast Cast. Where we watch all yeah, the pod nine and of the Fast and Furious movies, including... And also Tokyo Drift and um, Hobbs and Shaw. I have not... Well, Tokyo Drift is Fast and Furious 3. That's not... I thought that Fast and Furious... Yeah, of course it, it, it is. It counts. is a that's fast, fast and Furious three. It is officially, I believe, listed as a Fast in the Furious story. Oh, I'm gonna look this up here. Yeah, I know it, that Hobbs and Shaw is specifically well because yeah. um, it was originally produced as a spinoff because the Fast and Furious title was not doing well. I couldn't imagine why. So they wanted. No, to... it's just called the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Okay, I I believe it was marketed as like a spinoff story though. Um, although this film is the third released in the franchise, it is retroactively been placed as sixth, with the subsequent yeah. three installments being set between Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift. So, canonically, timeline-wise, it's movie six, but it was movie three released. Oh, good God. I have... The spin-off films are Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, yep. um, a Hobbs and Shaw sequel... That's as well as again. a female-led film that they're currently in production. And the um, um, and then there are two short films, the turbocharged prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious, yes. and Los Bandoleros. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the spinoff of Fast and Furious Supercharged, which is at Universal. Yeah, which um, you and I know um, by heart. <laughs> it's, the, it's the ride where Vin Diesel is the size of a helicopter. It's so good. <laughs> Um, you guys cannot see my face, but the amount of Fast and Furious knowledge you have is kind of astounding. It's too much. Well, I've, we should. Well, here's the thing. I just, I've never seen a Fast and the Furious film. Neither have I. And I have not cared to read anything about them because... The <laughs> only one that I have like ever sat down and actually watched is Fast wait, Five. So, wait, I've wait, wait. seen bits and pieces of all of them, yeah. but I have and, actually and watched true. the I've, entire so you movie. Telling I've me, also seen bits and hold pieces on. of all you are telling uh-huh. me that the that the, the only Fast and Furious movie that you have seen is five, and you have just said that you like the Fast and Furious movies, and then proceeded yeah. to talk about acting like you know about Fast and Furious movies, but you've only seen one. Correct. And I know as much as I need to know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I, Autumn. Yes. To give you an idea, the trailer for the new Fast and the Furious numbered movie just came out. What? Fast Nine, mm-hmm. I think. There's F Nine. Yeah, F Nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And part of it, it, part of the story is that Vin Diesel, who is who's played, whose name is Dominic Torello. Yep, Dom Toretto. Dom Toretto. Dom. Um, that he, the most dangerous driver has appeared, and it is his mother. Um. Hold on. Also. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. yep. Uh, I just sent us a picture in our Discord group chat. Uh, yes, that is Vin Diesel, the size of an Apache attack okay, helicopter, cool, I, right next I, to a bus being chased by an explosion. Yeah. That's the Universal Studios the attraction. The only Final Fantasy property that I've seen all the way through is the ride. Okay, because I was about, I was. You just said Final Fantasy, and you're not oh, wrong. Well, Final Fantasy. Uh, the, I mean, you're not wrong. It is a Final Fantasy of Vin Diesel. <laughs> the last fantasy Vin Diesel <laughs> the will last, ever have. The, the, the Final Fantasy. Vin Diesel probably loves Final Fantasy. 
Probably as much as he loves being an arc. Vin Diesel's a nerd. So it tracks. He is a nerd. I just, I still can't get over this picture. Why is he the so- Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? I, I, if you're looking for answers, I don't have them. I just them. want to know why. I don't know. Like, yeah, we don't have answers for you. Okay. All, like, all I, I know I is that watched, Vin Diesel is supercharged. I have watched like three. <laughs> That's why he's so big. All I, all can, I can tell you is that I have watched three videos on the history of this ride. Mm-hmm. And I still do not understand. Mm-hmm. Because no one understands. Oh, here we go. Here's a here's a picture of Vin Diesel the size of a helicopter on the ride. Here you I, go. Okay. Doesn't he look he great? He looks so perfect. I can't even <laughs> He looks like he really is there. He looks like he really is there. Holy yeah, cow. That's Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel, is that you? <laughs> that's the Vin there, Diesel. Uh, there are some impressive effects in the pre-show. Um where they look you, like they are. You know when so you know when Johnny Depp um, was like in Pirates of the Caribbean in costume yeah. that one yes. day, that's actually what's pictured here. That's actually Vin Holy Diesel cow. hanging onto a helicopter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I bet you were fooled. Actually, Vin Diesel on a helicopter, um, the size they... of a helicopter. By the way, Autumn, <laughs> there was also this is a, this will be mean something to you. Yes, there is also a ride called Kong Skull Island. Yes, I've been mm-hmm. on it and it I And it is the great. it is the same ride system. No. As, as Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious. No. yes. Supercharged, yeah. It is exactly it's great. the same, yes. You're telling me that they said King Kong which I am a huge fan of. You're a huge fan I of King Kong. I love King Kong. I love the big monkey. Big monkey. I love the Can- big monkey. Canonically, the evening prior to this recording, you and I sat down and watched three Godzilla films. Yes. Um specifically ending on and needing to get to Godzilla versus King which Kong. was so painful. It, it was, was painful, so painful, but it was it was both. The I don't want to hear anything. I still haven't watched movie. it. No, we're watching the no, originals. no, not the, not the current one, the original one, the ones oh, from nineteen okay. sixty, the one, the okay, <laughs> the old ones. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and um, we watched the original one, and the entire time that we were watching it, it was literally the lead up to the monkey. That was the only reason why we continued to watch it. Yeah. So when you said that Vin King Diesel monk. decided to say, "Give me the King Kong ride, but make it bad." I'm taking personal <laughs> offense to that, and I am calling Vin Diesel right. right now. <laughs> All right. You, See, you, I have I one problem with that sentence. What? Um, and that's that sentence makes it seem like the King Kong ride is good. It is. It is good because I like King Kong, and that is the only. The ending is great is with the giant animatronic oh, of King fantastic. Kong. Yes. The rest of it is alright. It is good well, because King best. Kong is there. So I've never ridden that ride. It's it's literally you um, sit in a chair. Hey, David. Yeah. So you know Fast and Furious? Yeah, I have been on Fast and Furious. Get rid of Vin Diesel and instead put Big That's Monkey. It. You know, that does sound better, though. But there's also, it is. It's there's better. There's also a point well, with like, spiders, too. You can't forget the spiders. And dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. And, like, weird big leech yes. things. Here's the thing, right? The ride system, I think, has promise. Mm-hmm. It's the video that's the problem. Yes. So as a result, telling me that King Kong is on it, I would give it a chance. I'm like, that sounds like it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. It's better. And there's an actual still not great, but it's better. Yeah. There is. There's a huge like life size animatronic of King Kong. But it's great. does it have banana breath? No. No. Uh, actually, not. it just has um, no breath. It's just hot air. Uh, well, because the original King Kong ride, Freeman knows mm-hmm. this. Yeah, confrontation. Yeah, confrontation. Um, there is a scene where you are pulled near to King Kong's face, mm-hmm. and his breath was banana scented. Mm-hmm. I would love banana scented um, King Kong breath on a ride. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. 
Although it is... And that ride burned down. What? Burned right to the mm-hmm. ground. Yep. yep. What happened? A, a fire started. Well, a fire, obviously, but no. As far as I know, no one hap- No one knows what happened. But but one day, confrontation lit fire and burned to the ground. The monkey did mm-hmm. not want to be there anymore. Apparently. it no. was. He and, decided yeah. it was no longer time However, for the show building still stands, and I believe it's the same show building as the mummy is now in. Oh, so it was a. It was. Yep, it is. Um, you can actually still see some of the track. That's right. Uh, and in the treasure scene, there is a giant golden banana as well as a giant golden monkey oh statue. Oh my god! I remember way more than I thought I remembered. Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> movie about time travel. About... No, it's not. There's no time travel in this. Film. It is just time. Not regression. a single character travels through time in this film. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's the, the very machine. end. At the very end. The boy. Do you want to talk about that? I want to talk about it specifically for how uncomfortable it made do you me want to, feel. Do you want to talk about specifically dreadlocks in this film? I want to talk specifically about dreadlocks in this film because there is okay. no reason mm-hmm. why dreadlocks were supposed to be in this film, and yet in very absolutely in not. so many scenes there were dreadlocks in this film. I don't understand mm-hmm. who sat there well, well, and said dreadlocks to, in the film. I want you to say you know because <laughs> I don't I don't think you have an issue with dreadlocks as a hairstyle. I don't have issues with dreadlocks as a hairstyle. I want you to say specifically why I, these dreadlocks yes, are. Yes, I do. I need to say specifically. I I think dreadlocks are very pretty. Um, unless you're a white person wearing dreadlocks, which for some reason they had a child with long dreadlocks, and for some reason long blonde long dreadlocks. blonde dreadlocks, and mm-hmm. they gave him. So much unnecessary screen time. He was a character with mm-hmm. no name, with no reason, and for some reason, they showed him so much during this movie. I think the reason that they did that is to try and make him more recognizable from a distance, but, like, there's so many better ways to do that. Why him, though? Yeah, why him? Right. He has no name. Well, because they want to have some sort of side character, but, like, you don't have to give him white people dreads. Well... He can have a different hairstyle and still be recognizable. Give him a mohawk. Everyone will know what he is. But why was he even... An... Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Tell me the reason right I'm now. I'm not saying it made sense. <laughs> Tell me the reason why they had one unnamed kid be the star background character for this entire movie. No, not even the entire movie. <laughs> just the second half of the movie. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then at the very end, they thought that it would be cool to have the main kid, Eddie, dress up in... Like, like, go back in time to play guitar with Bob Marley and in a very bad Jamaican accent and a very untasteful, like, Rastafarian... Well, everyone, everyone knows the Rastafarian um, with dreadlocks hat. I know, but it was just mm-hmm. so not... I didn't like it. <laughs> it was I also, just to add on to that last scene at the very ending there... At the very beginning, it zooms out, and he's supposed to be playing guitar, but then he's holding a bass guitar instead. Yes. And those are two very different instruments. I forgot about that, but the sound like. is still the guitar. <laughs> the subtitles even said... And I hate that. And then he plays bass as as the camera like pans out and fades to black. <laughs> and he says that he's... <laughs> and he doesn't like change instruments or anything. He's holding so, the same one. So, Autumn, you got a different experience than we ever have, because you watch with subtitles Yes, on. because I... What did you say the subtitles The said? subtitles said um, that he was talking about a guitar, and then it said bass plays, as it was zooming out after he adjusted that he got to play guitar <laughs> and then it said bass plays and i was like because i have to do subtitles because i just can't i have to read and i was looking at it and i was just like what 
<laughs> he thought he was playing a guitar mm-hmm. for the entire part of this movie. One of his main character points was that he plays guitar. Play he plays guitar. Like, I'm going to play the guitar. And then during the, when he's playing. auditioning for the band, he's playing a bass. He's playing a bass. And then at the end of the movie, he's playing he a bass. He's yeah. going to play a guitar, but it's a bass. Yeah, every mm-hmm. time every time he plays a guitar in this film, it is not a bass. Or it's not a guitar, it is a bass. And then every time that mm-hmm. they would zoom in on them playing guitar or bass or whatever instrument yeah. they decided to have in their hand for all i know it could be a ukulele they just started yeah. they just tapped them they were just tapping yeah. them which like to be fair guitar it is called played. a bass guitar like it's well, it's called a bass guitar yes. but everyone knows it as a bass it makes and the point is that the reason that it's known as a bass as opposed to a bass guitar is because the bass makes a different sound than a i, I don't know what range electric or acoustic, electric guitar, acoustic does. guitar plays yeah, yeah. which I, i'm sure technically has a different name like I'm sure that the the guitar, as we know the guitar, it, mm-hmm. um, to be six is string. like is a six string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure it has like it's like a, I'm sure it's like a six string alto guitar or something like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't call it that. It's just that is a guitar. That is bog standard guitar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to play a completely different instrument that sounds nothing really like the guitar, and have it make guitar sounds is wild. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, we have talked in the past, Freeman, about the um, Green Ranger's flute that he plays as a knife. Yeah, and now he plays it like a flute. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like a it looks like a knife and a trumpet, mm-hmm. and um, it makes the sound of a synthesizer. It's great. What? Yeah, I love it. And he's also playing it through his mask. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is not how that. But he work. still makes it look like he's breathing through it. Yes. Yeah, holds it up to the little silver mouth. Yes. What? It's great. Do you not know Power Rangers? You not know this? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I didn't. I I don't know this reference. I'm just flabbergasted. And it's called the Dragon Flute, and it is and it is a knife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Freeman's finding a picture for you. I yeah, I got you. Don't worry. No, I'm specifically finding a picture of him playing. Yeah, yeah, because that's more important. And yeah, you just need to know that it sounds like a synthesizer. Yeah. there you go. In, in okay, but also it looks like a clarinet. It looks. Like uh, it looks like a knife. Yeah, you will also know. Well, there's fing- there's holes for fingering. Um, on, it, it on the but um, he doesn't use them on those, the uh, wait, on the wait. not on the blade. Those those look like trumpet. and then it has valves like a trumpet. That, no, it has a valve like a trumpet. Yes. I, yeah, I am so upset by this. <laughs> I am legitimately but upset. But it has like a mouthpiece, like, like a, a saxophone piece, yeah. instead. I am yeah. legitimately yeah. Well, it's not, upset. You know, it doesn't have a reed. Um. So it has to be a it has to be a brass instrument because it doesn't have a reed. I yeah, it can't be a woodwind. Well, and it's not a flute. I mean, wood, flutes are woodwinds as well. No, it's a knife that decides to right. be a synthesizer. It says it Correct. says yeah. I will play funny music as I stab you. That's actually a really cool model of it that you posted in chat. It is though. a very cool model. Yeah, um, it's it's like the black series yeah. basically replica it, of it. Oh, like Hasbro. Really cool. You know, it just sucks that it's yeah. so cursed. I kind of want that though. Because Hasbro does a lot of cool like prop replicas that are that are really yeah it's nice. super cursed I kind of want it it's too mm-hmm. it's cursed. great I'll uh, send you the Amazon that link. don't is worry on okay. the same level I'm not gonna buy it but I will look at it and wish <laughs> it that can I be it. yours for only a hundred and seventy nine dollars oh thank God too much oh thank God <laughs> Power Rangers replica Power Rangers Lightning Collection Dragon Dagger prop toys and games mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is how it is listed on Amazon <laughs> brand replica and specifically. Replica, yeah. Yeah. I, 
Poof point. Remember poof point? No, I'm just. No, I try I'm not to. I'm just staring at this knife that's a Both synthesizer. Both of you have already forgotten poof point. <laughs> I can't blame you. I've also already forgotten poof point. I've not already forgotten it. I just there's well, it, it, it like poof pointed out of know. my mind. It it poof yeah. pointed out of my mind. I mean, the other thing and I like, remember I'd much that I want to about Fast and Furious, I... or yeah, or the Green Ranger, or the only part of poof point I want to talk about again is the dog and the fact that we almost got the dad well, poop his pants at the end in which we, we all did. made a comical mm-hmm. name the poop mm-hmm. point <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i also want to there is one other thing i want to talk about why do they have so many goldfish it's um because, i because they've been losing they them goldfish? to their experiment they they're testing them? on they, animals yeah, yeah. They're, they're testing they on animals murderers which is terrible goldfish. they are goldfish murderers yeah mm-hmm. but they are they have the like but up. they have the stylized goldfish with the really big eyes and only those mm-hmm. types of goldfish. And they no specifically goldfish. pair them together in twos so that, um, I guess they have a companion for their death. Yes. Um, They're not alone when they die. That is how you right. know that they are compassionate, though, is that instead of killing just one of them alone, they're killing both of them together. I think, makes, I think it gives them a higher chance of being serial killers. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We, yeah. um, While starting this movie, we made a comment about how... Um, they were murdering fish and how they probably are serial killers. And now that we have seen the entire movie, I don't think that like, in, I don't disagree. I disagree because in Canon, they are very smart, but I think they are too dumb to pull off a real serial murder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, right. Most serial killers that have been caught actually have lower than average IQ. Well, yeah, but I still don't think they could do it. This movie's also racist, so that's what we need it to talk It is about. racist. This movie mm-hmm. is racist. There is a so, white neighbors, and... They're the, no, they're the only black family on the block. They're the only black family. They are the only black family. They, even during... So, f- they had a party for some reason yep. in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, There were little to no people of color. There was all white people, mm-hmm. and it was just the yep. one black family. There were some, there were some Asian people. I think it. I saw, like, maybe two, three, like, five tops other POC characters in the background. That was it. Yep. Tops. No Mexicans. And I take that personally, because I am half Mexican. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> part of the reason we brought you on the podcast, and um, Freeman will agree with this, is that you are not a white man. No, I am not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have the ability to be angry that there were no Mexicans in this movie yeah. because I am half Mexican. Do I speak Spanish? No, because my dad is Polish. Wrap that in a blanket. <laughs> 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 but they... And one of the minor plot points was that the white neighbors, and I have to say white neighbors, even though they're all white, they're mean... No, it is important. They're, they're extra white. They're extra white. There's, like, some specific They're points, like yeah. They're like, Wonder Bread is too spicy yes. for me, white. Well, they're, like, mm-hmm. the ones that you see in, like, very, like, I don't want to say rich person movies, but, like, the ones that are no, very, they, like, they, stuffy. They are, no, they're right. stuffy. They are the, they are the right. characters that would be the villains in, like... Yes. Um, what, what is it? A, a um... Uh, society the movie yes. in, in real society yes i'm trying to remember the movie where it's the horror movie where directed by Peel. get out get out oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but it was or it, was a it key it's know. like they make everything clean they have to have perfect everything if they had a son he would be playing football and since they have a daughter i'm super positive yeah, so they just have a daughter they don't love they have a daughter who they don't love mm-hmm. who i also think might do gymnastics i don't know it just is a feeling yeah i mean she or like cheer or, cheer or, or something. something yeah something involved in the school this, this these movies have a thing with 
white girls doing cheer yeah. and, not, and being unhappy well, with Well, because parents. it's a classic American thing to be unhappy with your parents and to do cheer. It is just an American thing. <laughs> but I never did cheer. I you should have. It was fun. I did cheer and I was oh able God, I, didn't do cheer. I was able to do a my, uh, my round uncle did fat cheer. handspring. <laughs> I played soccer like a loser. Yeah. Well, you I, have the I, legs for it. Thanks. <laughs> a genuine compliment. You're like, oh my god, you've never told me this before. <laughs> I just did band. Like a nerd. Like a nerd. <laughs> nerd, nerd alert! Just, he just knows this how to play an choir. instrument and still knows years later and he hasn't touched it in like four years. <laughs> but, he true still, band kid but he experience. still could play it. And that's the true... It's the true band kid experience. the true band kid experience. It is. Well, I mean, I did theater, too. I mean, Freeman, you also did theater, but... I didn't yeah. do theater. I just did choir, so I'm better than y'all. <laughs> you were did also... You? you also did, like, swim team. I did do swim team. I was hardcore on the swim team. I yeah. mm-hmm. I thought that I was really good, and then I got asthma, and God had to nerf me. <laughs> I, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so this movie's racist. This movie. Oh, you were saying you were saying these white. These oh white yeah, I was talking out. about the white neighbors. They were trying to get the um, their neighbors who I can't remember their last name because it doesn't matter. It has it left my mind. It has left my mind. I'm sure they tell us, but it doesn't matter. They tell us a lot of times, but so they're trying to get them evicted because they don't like that they're scientists, and 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 both me and David at the same time went because they're black. <laughs> And not because yeah. they're scientists. Well, and Freeman mm-hmm. thought it. Freeman, Freeman thought it, but didn't yeah. say it. I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> it's like our previous Power Rangers conversation, not in this episode, but the last time we talked about you it, where talk- I went. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we <laughs> talked about the colors of Power Rangers. Okay. And how, mm-hmm. and how the black one is, is black, black, and the, the black yellow ranger. ranger is Asian. Yes. And yeah. the pink one has to be a girl. And how that's a problem. Yes. Uh-huh. But the yellow one doesn't have to wear a skirt. The pink, the pink one, one does, does, though. Well, and I, I, you know, that's because... I, I literally explained Super Sentai to Autumn the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And you don't remember it at all because it's not worth remembering. I, I don't remember it because in my brain, the only thing I was thinking was, wow, he really is just talking to me about this thing that I can't comprehend in my mind for like 40 minutes. <laughs> it happens. It, it, I mean, it that's what this funny. podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about Fast and Furious for a couple minutes and forgot about the movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, um, it's not, the, yeah, it's not but great. Like, um, yeah, it's Look, that's just very telling of this movie if Fast and Furious is more entertaining. <laughs> also, also, they ask their father when they're twenty, when their parents are 21 mentally. Yes. Who the president is. Oh. And he says it's it's Ronnie, it's like Ron the Man or something it like that. It was Ronnie like, Man. Our, Ronnie Man, our, our man Ronald Reagan. And all of us had it's a like, visceral reaction. <laughs> It's like, you're black. You don't like Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan hated you. <laughs> Ronald Reagan hated you. You probably hated him. You, you're scientists. Which also gave me negative points towards the dad, because yeah. he also canonically hates a dog. He hates yep. their dog, but for some reason owns a dog, but hates dogs because the dog, a dog. He likes the dog by the end. That's because he decided to forget that the dog ate his thesis paper, which oh, makes yeah. no sense to why you would hate a dog. Like, I accidentally deleted my entire thesis. It doesn't mean I hate technology. <laughs> I hate backspaces. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid of them. <laughs> I'm afraid of the backspace. I call it a stupid mutt all the time that I see it. <laughs> that made me so angry. He called the dog a mongrel yeah. and never 
in my entire time that I have been alive have I hated someone for calling a dog a mongrel. Yeah. Which, like, that leads us to the the fun, what we thought was a plot that we were making up, but actually turned out to be some plot of the movie, (laughs) where the dog had the evil plan to take the part from the machine to kill the humans, (laughs) and then had a change of heart at the very end because he was no longer afraid of dogs and actually pet the dog. But we were joking about it, literally from the start of the movie. It was purely a joke. It was only a goof. But then the movie said, no, yeah, you guys got it, that's the plot. (laughs) Yeah, it, it comes out of nowhere. It, it's literally, because mm-hmm. the dog is just, oh, let me just take this one thing. And we thought, oh, haha, funny dog. And then, no. Haha, funny dog took ball looking thing. The ha-ha. dog is a one-off joke that we made. And then the dog mm-hmm. was the evil mastermind behind the entire reason why these two kids almost became orphans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With 30 seconds to spare. 10 seconds to spare. Uh, it, yeah, it was something like that. Oh my gosh. I... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It's great. I'm sure that everyone can tell we don't want to talk about this film. Yeah. No. Even while we'd rather talk about Fast and Furious. Even while watching the movie, we didn't want to watch the movie. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we had like 15 minutes left, and Freeman, you sounded so defeated. You did. I was just so done with this movie. You said said the words that resonated in my soul, which is, I'm only still watching this movie so that eventually it's done. (laughs) (laughs) And... You know, I felt that. I felt that in my deep in my heart. Uh-huh. I it's just I don't know. I I don't yeah. know what it is about this movie, but it it's so nothing and it, like the plot is so simple uh-huh. that there's nothing to it. And yeah, most Disney Channel movies have very simple plots, but they at least have a gimmick, you know? Yeah. Like Johnny Tsunami is very simple plot, but it has the gimmick yeah. of oh, he's learning how to surf and, and he's learning how to snowboard like and it's great. And you have Alley Cat Strike, which has a really simple plot of kids who don't fit in and then learn to be friends and be who they are anyways. But it has Cat the gimmick Strike, of bowling. Alley Cat Strike has a killer soundtrack too. It does. I don't remember any music in this film. Even Motocrossed, which, as we all know, is a very loose telling of well, Twelfth Night. Well, it's a direct retelling of the Twelfth Night. Yeah, as we yeah. all know. It's, it's uh, it at least has the gimmick the of Motocross. Mm-hmm, it does. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, so, le- so let me, let me ask you, as my phone goes off, let me <laughs> ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally I'm muted, I forgot to. Um, Freeman. Mm-hmm. And subsequently Autumn. Hello. And then subsequently myself. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10 horrendously mislabeled instruments, <laughs> what do you give this film? Uh, I give this film one less string than is on a bass guitar. <laughs> Which and is? that is three. That is three. You give it a three? That is three. Three out of ten. You, you gave your reason. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's There's just so little to it. And it's it's not the worst film I've ever no. seen because it at least has like a semblance of what it wants to do, and the whole subplot of the dog trying to murder them <laughs> gives it the extra point because it's funny. You know what? Now that you say that, I think about it. That is worth an extra. It point. is worth an extra. Yeah, point. it's worth right, an extra re- point because like Jumping Ship was a two because it was <laughs> just was bad. Abysmal. But this gives the the dog subplot gives it an extra point for me. Yeah, Autumn, you are our guest. Yes. Um, so before I give my rating, would you like to explain what you feel about this film and how you would like to rate it on a scale of one to 10? I 
much like for the dog subplot, want to rate it a five. Hear me out before you get angry. The reason why is because the dog for me was so good, but also the dad was so mean to the dog that it needs to get taken away a point because I don't care how great this film was as soon as we started it. He was mean to that dog. So I'm going to give it a four solely because I was enjoying it for the first half of the movie and then it got painful. That's fair. I think that's fair. You you truly are the chaos element. Yes, I am. Give this film a because five in the first mm-hmm. place. Yeah, that I was like, the whoa. Dog, uh, the yeah. dog made the movie. The dog was so um, the dog. Which is the case with a lot of these movies. So The dog is really what yeah, does it. It is, yeah. Uh, which I guess leaves it to being my turn. Mm-hmm. And I agree that the dog is worth a point. I agree that I agree that um, is true. So I, I upped my score by one point. Um, I, I, this movie didn't make me angry. And I say this every, every film that we rate down here, which is that this movie was boring. It sucked mm-hmm. to watch because mm-hmm. nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And that's the sin of a Disney Channel original movie. That's, that's the greatest sin a Disney Channel original movie can commit is being boring because you're not watching it for the story and the story to this film is abysmal you're not watching it for the effects this film barely has any but the ones that it does have are bad mm-hmm. <laughs> and i should know i watched three God, godzilla films last night we watched three godzilla films and the first godzilla film looked better than yeah. this film it looked better than this film Whatever rip they use to get this film onto Disney Plus looks worse than the Blu-ray rip of Godzilla, the original movie from 1954. 54, 55, 50, somewhere. Yeah. 56 maybe. It's it's old. Um yeah, and it's in old. black it's and white. It's from the mid 50s. And it looks better than this. And some of the effects in that film on less of a budget, I'm sure. Definitely. Look they they do something in this film that they did in that movie where the house shakes. And that looks more real. I believe it in Godzilla. I don't believe it here. <laughs> because they moved well, the here set they in just told everyone to move and yeah. they just kind they of tilted the, the camera yeah. around. They hit him with the Star Trek um, bump and wiggle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you know what I'm... It, like, that's legitimately... I think it's called like the bump and shake is actually what it's called. That thing that they do whenever you know, the ship gets hit. You know something else I realized? Mm-hmm. They did the same camera angle in this that they did in Hounded. They did it with that clear they ball did. where it was like a yeah. chase cam, essentially. It worked with But it looked so much better in Hounded than it it's did here. It's just because they and... can hold it and move it around, and that is literally it. Yeah. And we I think so. We didn't talk about the um, the editing and like the camera work in this film. But there it's are not so good. many shots in this film where I felt like I was going to throw up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there are more, like, and that and that, like, brings it down, like, at least a point for me. Mm-hmm. Which means that we're in the um, we're like in a, a like like skipping a rock ag- across a pond, um, score wise because I'm giving it a two. Um, because I think it is a three movie, but like the if it it made me feel physically ill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered the racism, <laughs> and I was like, and it wasn't played like as they're being racist, so this is a lesson that needs to be learned. They were like, this is fine. This is a normal thing. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. so I'm giving it a two. So we have a two, a three, and a four. Mm-hmm. Gives it an average of three out of yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I'd that say that's right. about right. Fair. That's about right. Do we... So we have one more thing we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
which is and you can you, you can participate as much as you would like in this. Oh, I feel a funny sensation coming over me now. Oh no no no, this is uh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where we so, figure out how this film relates to the other Disney Channel original movies that we have seen thus far. Okay. Which mm-hmm. is On like a why you are which is why you can participate if you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you've only seen this one recently from our list. Yes. So basis of the timeline, right? The yeah. the the few like spots that we have confirmed are what we think exists. We we actually have um, a multiverse theory. I am in love with this. Mm-hmm. There's a slight multiverse. Um, universe one is like our standard universe where all of the films actually happen as like the actual place. Okay. Yeah, I believe Brink that that exists is, on its own separate timeline. I believe that our base timeline films that where things actually exist is like Johnny Tsunami mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and like um, Halloween Town. No, yes, Halloween Town. Town. Yes, it exists on the main timeline. The main oh, timeline. does it? It's just a pocket universe. I, I th- no, it's I not. Thought that it's we weird. had. I thought that we had the parallel universe of like monsters and superheroes and stuff being real and then we had a main timeline of just like normal stuff and then brink was a movie inside a movie so like it, it is right. you know it exists in its own brink exists on, on its own because it's a movie within the movie i thought we decided so that rip girls and johnny tsunami happen in the real world right well so does like up up and away in halloween town it's just that they're okay. later in the okay. timeline so up up and away is far in the timeline because the what were monsters are now considered superheroes. So this is where we di- where Freeman and I disagree. Okay. Autumn. Whereas he believes that there's an actual timeline here. <laughs> Whereas I say you cannot take any of these movies outside of the year they were made <laughs> because look at them. <laughs> um no one dresses like that in the future. Are you sure? I've seen and back they to the will future. Reference when they will reference things from the year that they came out, or like the year before, and those references don't make sense <laughs> otherwise. Um, so, whereas I believe that Halloween Town, um, in in one timeline, right, exists as like a pocket dimension off of the real world, because that's what Halloween Town canonically is, according to Halloween Town. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it exists with like. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Thirteenth um, mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. look of the Irish. Um, comedically, um, it exists with um, the the first movie, You Lucky Dog. Okay. Um, and that I have this conspiracy theory about people who have monster blood in them, like they are related to monsters, like in their ancestry. Okay. But they are not full blooded monsters. Okay. <laughs> And it grants them incredible powers. Okay. <laughs> that, that would be considered abnormal for a normal human to have. Mm-hmm. Um, such as in Luck of... Or not Luck of the Irish. Well... Such as in... And we do, in fact, see that this is possibly true in Luck of the Irish. Yeah, because he's, he's... only a half leprechaun. And he's super lucky mm-hmm. still. But he's still lucky. But he still gets the powers partially of a leprechaun. Yes. Um, but I'm talking about You Lucky Dog, where um, we believe that the main character in that, played by Kirk Cameron... Um, is must be part dog creature of some sort because he is telepathically linked. He's able to telepathically connect to dogs. Mm-hmm. Werewolf. Kind of? Yeah, dog. except he doesn't... Kind he doesn't of, only mentally, only mentally, not physically. <laughs> On all and levels, it's not like a full physical. moon situation. He does all it when, sudden, yes. when his mental connection with the dog gets too excited. Yep. So then he is overcome by the excited thoughts of the dog and becomes dog. I gotta take yep. a walk after this. Reject and humanity then, and, and then also dog. ready to run, 
where um, the main character, she has a le- telepathic, literal blink. psychic connection to the horse. Yeah. And can hear every horse speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much mm-hmm. so that when the barn that the horse is in lights on fire near the end of the film, she, despite being nowhere near it, mentally senses the barn is on fire and the horse is in danger. And despite having no um, no show of that power beforehand whatsoever. Yes. What? So she is clearly related to some sort of horse monster. Okay. Whether that is a central... Specifically, yeah. specifically a more... Um, like, not necessarily like Aztec or Mayan, but yes. like more South American kind of thing, because yeah. that's it's specifically called the confidence of horses in, in Spanish. Spanish. I don't yes. remember what the actual translation okay. was, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, um, and and here's where Freeman and I differ. We we kind of agree on that stuff, mm-hmm. and I agree that like superheroes and monsters probably exist in the same place, but we disagree on the fact that. The monsters from Halloween Town are the superheroes because I don't believe that to be the case. They're traumatized teens. Exactly, <laughs> and the because they don't want to come out of Halloween Town because of the trauma. Well, we'll see that more in um, Halloween Town too, which is going to be awesome. We see that in Halloween Town too. Exactly, I have that, seen that, that movie so it, many right? times. And the other thing, and up up and away was garbage. So who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, but, not good. But that's the lost episode. In fact, there's there's literally mm-hmm. just a recording up of me of three minutes of me going, "Look, we thought it was bad." <laughs> Because uh, we lost mm-hmm. the audio. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And in fact, every episode prior to this one, um, the audio is gone. Um, it <laughs> yeah. is on my computer. I think downstairs. I still have. I still have my tracks. You still have your least. tracks, and I still have the tracks. I believe for Rip Girls and Xenon because I saved them. Because so was... I should have all the I should have all the actual tracks as well because I saved. Yeah, them but I, not all the final mixes are published. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so I have the both. finals. You have the finals? Oh, you yes. I don't. Actually, we don't have the Audacity files, but I have the, the MP3s. Of, the MP3s of all the finals, but he doesn't have the original tracks. He doesn't have any of my audio. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> but where Freeman and I disagree is that he believes that like Johnny Tsunami and Rip Girls and these movies that could arguably happen in the real world, Brink is an exception to this, um, yep. exist in the same world as the monster stuff parallel to it. They exist in the same world. Whereas I argue... That the world with the monsters and superheroes um, cr- actually creates a multiverse theory where, um, adjacent to it in a multiverse way, the world with all these stories that could happen in the real world exists in a different timeline. And I'm in fact going to argue right now, Freeman, mm-hmm. that the all these sports movies that could happen in a real timeline exist in the same timeline as Xenon. But, separate but we from all agreed the that Xenon can't exist in that universe because of how 90s Xenon is, but it's in the future. But it takes place So by your in own ruling, no, it can't. No, I'm going to explain why, though. I'm going to explain why. Okay. When I place this movie. Okay. And then um, we both agree on the fact that Brink, because it physically appears as a tape in another film that a character watches. Uh, um, Brink is a movie. Like they watch the, the movie. Yeah. So it exists as a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. All right, Disney. All right, so let me explain my Xenon theory, okay? This movie conceivably could occur in the real world. Am I wrong with that? No. Well, no, you're not wrong. There's time travel. There's not no necessarily. time travel. There's mental no, time there is travel. At the end. There is at the end. Yeah. But we do, do we actually know that he did go? No. 
Like he says that, but it might have been just for just like I don't know, like a school project or something. There's no hard evidence. Because so here's the thing. My my reasoning is to oh, it was like a school project. He does it in front of a blackboard, and he's all dressed up, so it seems like it was for like a school project. Yeah, but even if we even if we say that the actual claims of Time Tower are dubious, right? Mm -hmm. There's no reason to link this film with Halloween Town and like the monster movies and superhero movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no evidence that they're, that they're linked at all, which would place this in the same timeline as our all our sports films that could be real and Jumping Ship and Horse Sense. The <laughs> no, Horse Sense is actually part of the monster timeline now that I'm thinking about, which means Jumping Ship is as well. But um, these just normal films where they just happen with normal stuff in the real world and nothing magical happens, this could exist with those. And because of the incredible science being done in this film. I would postulate that in this timeline, science is accelerated beyond the normal rate. Which means that they can reach Xenon. We cannot reach Xenon in our timeline, but they can reach Xenon in that timeline. Mm-hmm. Which means that if we, you know, it, which means that if in Johnny Tsunami 2 we see him on a rocket um, surfboard. We won't. But if we did, it would now be plausible because we know that science has been accelerated. Mm-hmm. So that's my argument. I am going to jot this down because there is a film far in the future uh-huh. that is going to ruin this entirely. You're for talking you. about um... Minutemen, baby. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about Minutemen. Film too. number 69. Nice. <laughs> I forgot that it was number 69. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, and we will revisit this when we come to Minutemen. But Minutemen is going to ruin mm-hmm. all our timelines. Yeah. Yeah, destroy but, everything. But it's argument, fine. Because it introduces yeah. actual literal yeah, time travel. Yeah, time but travel. I would say that um, when it comes to the Disney Channel original movies cinematic universe, mm-hmm. um, Freeman is a believer in the one timeline theory. Um, Correct. Whereas I'm a believer in the two timeline theory. I'm going to be a true act of chaos and i will think about it and then have a horrendous legend of zelda-esque time theory but the one that well, that, brian, well but, the thing is but the one that brian david gilbert did on his yeah. show well but i hate to tell you this that is that is the accurate timeline <laughs> um that all these each other except for tiny little things that somehow mm-hmm. connect them mm-hmm. um, but we're just taking it too far we're taking it too far yeah, because the actual answer is none of these have anything to do with each other except for these little middle school Absolutely things. Absolutely not. Not, is, not a single ways, thing. Not Which one. is what you're going for. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's some of them that do have actual links to each other. Like, you know, Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2. Yeah. But that's and self-explanatory. School- which is going to actually create for me a third timeline. Oh my gosh, the musical um, because, camp timeline. Well, it would no, because in my timeline, right... Our real-world timeline cannot reach Xenon's timeline, ever. Because we're mm-hmm. too far behind scientifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which means that once we hit, like, 2010, my timeline... Just Something stop- must happen. The Xenon timeline stops having any films on it. Okay. Because it can no longer... Because exi- those films can no longer reach Xenon. So something has to happen between now and then that makes it so that doesn't exist, and that might be Minutemen. It might be Minutemen, but actually, Minutemen yeah. Is... Minutemen might split Minutemen the timeline, actually. Minutemen diverges the timeline. Okay, no, hang on. Now we're getting into something here. <laughs> yeah. Minutemen, in the existence of time travel, goes back and ruins the timeline in order to make it so yeah. Xenon never happens, which, honestly, thank you, Minutemen. What? Um, oh, I forgot. You Xenon don't like Xenon. Xenon. 
Xenon 2 is good. Xenon 2 is good. I went to bat for Xenon 2. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think things are going to get interesting. Once so actually, we get I've to created the right timeline, and you're just confused. Minute, you're just confused. As of right now, I'm still sticking with my single right, solid right. timeline because it could still split at minute. We have like two. forty something films to watch before. We yeah, we have so. a lot to get there. We're we're at film number. Uh, um, let's see, poof point is thirty. Yeah. So we have so, thirty nine films. Hmm. So I, I I would say that. Um, I, I don't recommend you watch this film. Oh, absolutely no, not. Do don't not do, do it. it. Um, but what I will do is, I, um, Freeman, while you prepare to do our outro, mm-hmm. I'm going to read to you this 8 out of 10 star um, review on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Simply titled, Don't Listen to Them. <laughs> I zero. saw this one too. <laughs> zero out of zero found this helpful. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this and I'm going to let you... We're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to use it to take us out. Disney Channel never should have taken this movie off of their channel. This movie was not as bad as people say. I really enjoyed it. It's a good family movie with some pretty far-fetched ideas. Just because it's a fantasy movie doesn't mean that it's not a good movie. Every word until I say otherwise starts with a capital letter. Even though it's not one of the best, it's... Lowercase letters. Still pretty good. It's about two scientists who build a machine that can make you younger. They don't. It's pretty cheesy at the beginning, but once they use the machine, the movie gets good. Some people are too judgmental, saying that movies are always bad. But don't listen to them. A few opinions doesn't mean anything. All caps. Watch this movie! Exclamation point. New sentence. All in lowercase. It's a must-see. Winky smiley face. All right. Well, if you enjoyed, be sure to like. Make sure to rate five stars. Rate whatever you think you would like to rate us. Any feedback is super helpful. We like to try and take it into account so we can make the podcast better for you guys. Yeah, if you don't feel Um, strongly about anything that we've done bad, hit us with the five stars because it really does um, elevate us in like search order mm -hmm. and such. Yep. It helps boost our algorithm, everything like that, that helps other people see. Um. If you have any feedback, you can always send it to us at unoriginals98 at gmail.com. Or you can also send it to us over on Twitter at unoriginalscast. We're much more active over there. Uh, thank you to Twin Musicom for the use of the cinematic sting for the beginning of our episodes. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds about right I'm missing me. anything. Awesome. Well, oh, Autumn, yeah. thank yeah. you for yes. joining us. This was, this was painful, yes. but very fun. You're welcome. Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> Is it everything you hoped it would be? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is everything. All right. Well, then we will see everyone next time for Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge. Yes. We certainly will. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.